This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. We have in the studio with us Beck Cohen, who is the project and program manager for Victoria's Pride Midsummer Block Party Extravaganza. Thousands of people. Some of the best fun I've had in a really and long you know time. The, the, the annoying part of it, it's a Sunday <laughs> and we're, we're stuck here. And by the time we get there, a lot of the really good stuff has already been on. Uh, it Bloody kicks hell. on. David, you're just not going to the right spots. When I went last year, I went after the show and it goes till 9pm. And I was like dancing in a mosh pit down a side street into the darkness. It good was great. <laughs> Um, so, Beck, before we get started talking about the event, we'd love to know a little bit about yourself. Like, I know that you have an interesting uh, education background. Um, tell us who you are and, like, what your journey has been in the arts and festival route. Yeah, hello. Thank you for having me. Um, my journey into the arts has been a little bit different. Um, I started off as a young performer with the Flying Fruit Fly Circus from the age of 12. Wow. Um, so we, while we were there, we also learned how to do other things like stage managing. Okay. and smart. Yeah, yep. yeah, all those kind of things that happen alongside performing. Yep. Um, and that really fed into uh, a lot of choices later on for my university and my early career, um, which led into uh, more production and programming, and here we are now. Right. And did you ever think that you, you would move into an arena like this or did you think you would stay more sort of circus? I really had no idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm still pretty connected with circus. Right. Um, and we will see a lot of that at, on the stage uh, at Victoria's Pride. Good. Um, but, yeah, it's really diversified over the over the last decade or so. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. And it's so big. Yeah, like circus is so big now, isn't it? And especially here in in um, uh, Victoria, there's a um, a course that you can do that a uni course per se, and people come from around the world to to do that as well. Uh, so you know, like it's it is interesting. And and how did you get involved in in uh, working with uh, Victoria's Pride? Um, it was uh, it came up as a. Uh once-off event, actually. Um, That's the, right. It was yeah. the first year after the Pride Centre had opened, and I remember um, Dan made the announcement here at the at the opening saying, now we're not forgetting um, the other side of the city. <laughs> we're going to do this event. And here it is and continuing on, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It was really um, – it was quite amazing to kind of pour everything into the first event thinking it would be the, the one, one time yeah. and the one chance we got yeah. to do it. Um, and then to hear that we had funding to do another couple of years was just fabulous news. And we're like, oh, well, where do we go from here? <laughs> so where were the ideas there? Did you just – did you brainstorm and just sit down and go, what what can we do with this thing now? Yeah, yeah. Um, we sat down and kind of looked at um, – really some guidelines mm -hmm. to, uh, to help us shape the program. And so um, we always try to prioritise local queer talent and pop that on the stage, but also we really wanted to make sure it was um, re representative of the community. So mm. um, really from grassroots organisations right through to really professional artists. And that's why our lineup is so um, broad. Yep. You know, it goes yep. from... Well, it has to because our community is very broad, isn't it? Yeah. And the amount of people together. How many people do you, you know, like think might be at each year? You know, that's uh, 100,000? 
it does feel like a hundred thousand. An educated guess is around about forty nine thousand. Oh, is that all? Over the, oh, because it seems a hell of a lot more than that. It does because of the the space. Yeah. I think like we probably get more people at any one time for the carnival event because it's a big open space in, across the grass. Mm. But within the streetscape, we tend to see about um, twenty to thirty thousand at any one time in those peak times, um, and about forty nine over the day. But you never know. Maybe mm. this is the year we get a hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and Jella, and it's built a reputation quickly, hasn't it? Yes, yes, exceptionally quickly. Yeah. So, how have you chosen who are before me? Because it is hard with that real mixed crowd um, standing there, thinking, "Come on, show me a good time, show me a good time." Yes, yes. Uh, I think the um, the pressure is there. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but we we just try to find. Um, artists who are really representative of different areas in the community, um, but also we try and focus uh, on First Nations programming as well as uh, multi-generational. So we're looking for things that are going to appeal to um, someone who might be four years old and someone who might be 80. So we're trying to offer something for everybody and then find a way to glue this all together into a cohesive day. Um, And sometimes what we do is we look across the program and we – envision ourselves in in as someone and we're like mm. what will, what would the day look like for this person and where will they go and what will it look like for this person and where will they go and what would it look like if you had no idea about this event and you just happened to cross it which i'm sure a lot of people do i don't think so they? yeah yeah well oh. you know like, all of a sudden if What's you're happening? in the area and um uh, and you think yourself What's going on? There's, like, there's what, what's even happening? more gays than usual in Collingwood. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. And hopefully they have the best day of their life. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they will. And, and it must be uh, a windfall for all the businesses mm. um, along Gertrude Street and um, Smith Street and you know, a few off, off streets as well. Yeah, absolutely. The traders are really on board. Um, we have um, we actually have a precinct coordinator that's working a couple of days a week, just focused on trader involvement. Okay. Um, because it's so important that um, that information is getting out to our businesses and local businesses, but also it's that two way communication about what could you do to get involved, how can you support the event and the community. Yeah, and because it's. Pretty much everyone bringing their business out onto the street, isn't it? And and that's a big challenge for, you know, a, a lot of small little businesses don't know how to do it and they need their handheld, don't they, to, to organise it? Well, exactly. I think for some um, it's taken a couple of years to realise what the event is and how it can operate and what the options might be. And I think this year we've seen a real upswing in people planning ahead and kind of reaching out to us as well to, mm-hmm. to find out what, what might work? You know, is it better to have um, to offer food that you can walk away with in one hand, yeah. like that kind of stuff yeah. that we yeah. can really yeah. um, help guide our traders to have the best day possible? Yeah, fantastic. Now you mentioned circus. There's a bit of circus. You know, give us a, a bit of a snapshot of what what you've got. Wow, it's a huge program. Um, we have two main stages. So yep. one of them is on the intersection of Smith and Gertrude Street, and the other one is in Atherton Estate, which is closer to Brunswick Street and. Gertrude Street. Mm. Um, and across those stages, we have 10 hours of free programming. And so it'll begin with the Welcome to Country at 11 at Gertrude Street. And then from quarter past 11, we've got those two main main stages um, active the whole time. 
We've also got three DJ points this year. So you would be probably familiar with the Peel Street party that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, with our, <laughs> we had caravan sounds there previously. We've shifted that a little bit this year, but we're expanding the program. So there'll be three locations where you can find those, D- those DJs who are representative of um, queer events and venues within Yarra primarily. Yeah. Okay. Um, name some. Okay. Uh, well, I'll start with our headliner. So we're really excited to have Psycho this year. Um, Very young but just really going great guns in terms of their popularity and their music. It's really getting quite popular. For those that don't know, uh, describe to our listeners, who who are they? Um, Psycho is Brisbane-based. They've got a really unique blend of like lush, pop-infused tones. People have described it as dreamy, psychedelic dance beats, which I love. (laughs) Great. I think that's a perfect way to wrap up your day at Pride. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And Psycho's actually uh, sold out their first kind of self-headlining tour across Australia. But I think this might be the first time they've actually... Uh, headlined a multi-artist event like this. So right. we're thrilled to give them that, that opportunity. Right, okay. And interesting that you you brought somebody like that into play, isn't it? You know, how, how, how did it come about? You know, what was the reasoning? Uh, look, there's so many things that feed into the reasons um, why our programming uh, takes the shape it does. Um, we really wanted to highlight someone who – you know, particularly came from First Nations talent. I think there's just so much talent there to be heard. Mm, mm. Um, and uh, they also stood out to us because they were part of the Spotify Glow campaign. Ah. So earlier in 2023, they were highlighted in that um, LGBT program that yep. Spotify off- offers. Yep. Okay. And somebody else. Tell us about somebody else. Yes. Yeah, so as you know, we've got Kira Peru, so we're thrilled to welcome her back to the stage as well. Um, some fresh talent, Rin McArdle. Um, Rin McArdle actually uh, produced their first debut album earlier, not not earlier this year, it was last year now. So (laughs) (laughs) uh, around September that album was released. It's self-titled as well, but it's more of an indie rock vibe. Um, We're really excited about that. And also uh, the Pacific X Fia Fia Pride celebration I'm particularly looking forward to. So this was a commission that we put forward where um, there will be a highlight on our uh, Samoan Fafaina community, um, but that's actually now come together with Pacific X to include some Cook Island drumming. Oh, right. And um, uh, Maki will be presenting that alongside um, some other well-known names like DJ Catalina. Right. Cool. Um, we'll be welcoming Cry Club and we've also got Brenda McLean coming from Interstate. Right. Okay. Gee, it's a big program, isn't it? Uh, but a, a long time to entertain a hundred thousand people. That's this right. Year, yeah. This year, yes. <laughs> or is it one hundred and fifty? Did I get it wrong? <laughs> They've got the infrastructure. Yeah. Uh, so, how exciting for you? You know, like, and or is it at that moment now we think, oh God, we've got so much work to do. I will be really excited on the day if the last mm-hmm. two years are anything to track by. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. work, work, work until the final moment. Yeah. And you're all ready to go, ready to roll. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for putting well, for the last uh, couple of years and for this one. It's, the lineup is absolutely incredible. So when when's it on? It's on February 11th. Yep. And that's a Sunday. Sorry and about that. And it's um, yeah. Sorry about that. yeah. That'd be right. Uh, but um, uh, it's also the the last show for Midsummer. 
Ah, uh, well. Well, roughly. Roughly. So yeah. normally this would be the closing event. Right. Um, oh, it's the, not this year? It's not this year. Ah. We've got a special program that's being extended beyond the usual dates, and that's the Queer Photo Festival. So I encourage you to look at that. Of course. Of course. Well, we actually yeah. spoke um, about that last week. Um, on um, Sunday Arts Magazine as well. So, yeah, it's uh, a, it's going to be a great event. Yep. Yes, but this will be the last opportunity for you to get your um, dancing shoes on and <laughs> yeah. to do that in the street. Yeah, yes. brilliant. Well, thank you so much for coming in and congratulations on a great program. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We've been chatting with Beck Cohen, who is the project and program manager for Victoria's Pride at this midsummer. As you heard, it's going to be on the 11th of February from 11am till 9pm. Good luck to everyone in Collingwood and Fitzroy for making it actually finish at 9pm because I reckon they'll be kicking on in the streets till the next day. <laughs> it's a great time. Uh, you're listening to the Joy Sunday Arts Magazine. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.